coming up in the next episode. People have to be able to look at what I've done. Okay. And the people I've taught and the quality and level. You know, those people are executing and slaying. Yes. And be able to trace it back to to my teachings, right? Wow. Because that will be my legacy. Hello, hello, and welcome everyone to the latest episodes of the Turning Points podcast. Today we have another bumper episode with an interesting guest who will be sharing that defining moment or turning point with us. Remember, you can also be a part of the show by sending us your comments via voice notes or emailing us at the turning points podcast at gmail.com. The turning points podcast at gmail.com. Welcome everyone to another episode of the Turning Points Podcast. Today I am in the studio with Leo Ngobeni. Leo is a design lead, a husband and father, a teacher of design and also a teacher of life. Welcome to the Turning Points Podcast and thank you so much for joining us today, Leo. Uh, thank you for having me. How are you feeling? Uh, I'm, I'm feeling good. Okay. Uh, Emotionally, I'm good. Okay. Mentally, I'm good. Yeah. Uh, physically, I'm tired. Okay. It's been a week and a half. Right. But other than that, I would say I'm good. Okay. So, can you tell us a little bit about your childhood? Where did you grow up? Um, what do they? Who do they call you? Wherever you grew up, uh-huh. what are some of the fond memories from your growth? And stuff. Um, I grew up in Winterfeld. Okay. It's in the edge of Northwest. Okay. Uh, so at home, they call me Sand. Uh, and I'm not even Zulu <laughs> at that time. Like yeah. I'm a hardcore Tsonga, but my uncle gave me the name Sand, uh, which, you know, means uh, lucky. Right. And uh, my Why does he call you that? I I, I have no idea, right? right? Because because I'm I'm the first uh, grandchild at home. Right. So he's he's the only son from six no, from four siblings. Right. So my mother and my aunts are all girls and he's the only son. Of the right, family. Of, of the family. Yeah. So when I was born, the grandchild, I was the, the first, first grandchild. And the first boy. The male, you yeah. know. So so he had a friend. Now he was no longer on his own. Right. Because he's only three years older than I am. Okay. So, so we grew up quite, you know, close yeah. friends. Even today, we are tight. Wow. Okay. All right, so um, what a lot of people don't know is you're a person living with disability or is it someone with disability? What is the right way to call someone like yourself? Uh, I think some people say a person with a disability. Right. Some say a person living with a disability. You know? Yeah. Uh, for me, I... 
don't think it really matters. Okay. No. Yeah. So you e- have either no way, preference. Yeah. No, either way, you know, I, I get that not having a disability means that a lot of people who do not have a disability are trying to understand and figure yeah. a way of communicating with you yes without making you feel a certain way right, right? which which i think is what creates the bridge okay between able's body to help people yeah and people with disabilities yeah. right you find that you walk around actions around someone with a disability afraid yes. to speak because you assume or fear that you might insult them or offend them in some way. Right, right. right. So living with a disability, what I've learned is that because I know my condition mm. and, you know, I know people as well, yeah. right? It is up to me to kind of set, set the tone okay. as to how we can interact. Right. 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 I have to make someone know that you know what it is okay to ask any question you want to ask. To you. To me. Yeah. Right. Because uh, when you see, when you see me, what you see is what you get. Okay. Right. And for example, I'm new Right. Yeah. So when you see me for the first time, you know there is a story there. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So you want to ask, but you're afraid. Yes. And if I don't say, you know what, it is okay to want to know. Yeah. You, you, you know, you're, you're going to always be afraid to kind of speak. Yeah. Or interact. I like what you just said because there's a story there. What is your story? Okay. So, so, so my story is. Uh, I was born with a condition okay. uh, called osteogenesis imperfecta, type okay. 4. So just like uh, diabetes, okay. they are different types, right? Yeah. So I happened to to be one of the lucky ones. Okay. Because the other types, uh, they they uh, pass away prematurely. Wow. So they, they don't get... That opportunity to live, right? You know, to build a life. Yeah. So um, I used to be able to walk. Okay. Uh, and then when I was ten, uh, I was you know being a boy. Yes. So I broke I broke my leg uh, for the first time. What were you doing? I'm playing it off, you know. <laughs> hey, fighting. Was it soccer? Physical, no, or physical. physical. Okay, no, sports. You, yeah. When you watch a karate movie. Yeah, sure. Afterwards, now you, you think... You practice. You think you're taking time. I remember those uh, Bruce Lee movies. We used to go ape on those exactly, after right? yeah. Afterwards, you, you think uh, I can black belt, yeah. you know. <laughs> a flying monk. Yes. You know? Yeah. So so I broke I broke my leg. Okay. And uh, when I broke my leg, I didn't know the condition I had. Yeah. Right. Because um, I, I used to be in a able-bodied school. Okay. Uh, in Sojanguvi. Mm-hmm. So when I was there, uh, kids used to tease me a lot. Right. Right. 
So I couldn't understand okay. why they were teasing, you know. At the time you were walking. I was walking, right? Yeah. But I was short. I have long arms. Okay. I have long legs. Small upper body. Okay. Big head, right? right. Small neck. Okay. So, so you know, kids, they would be, you know, mean. Yes. Or get upset. Yes. Punch you, yeah. Punch someone there. Yes. And then... Every time I would end up going to the principal's office. So because of having be, Because of that, right? Okay. Because I wasn't understanding your condition. Like what is different. Yeah. Right? I have half hands, you know, I have everything you have. That you have so yeah. what is different? the problem? Yeah. Right? I can speak, you speak. Yes. So every time I used to go to the principal's office and whenever I was there, she would give me cookies and give me a cauldron, all right? So, Instead so, of discipline. Yeah, all right? So all right. the first time I was afraid, I was like, you have in trouble, all right? Yeah. So when I got the cookies, uh, shrimps, dried hands, <laughs> I can remember that memory. Right. right? So, Do you remember the name of the teacher? No, no, I don't. Okay. So so I asked myself, why am I not in trouble, yeah. right? So it was only later when when my mother took me out of the school because there was uh, corporal punishment, right? right? So they once had me uh, on my spine hmm. and it injured my back. So there's like a hump on my back, right? What? But I... Mainly, I think it's because of lack of knowledge at the time. Was it because you did something then they yeah, were trying to yeah, correct? Yeah. During the time when corporal punishment yeah, was still was them involved. Allowed, yeah, right? Yeah. So, so my mother uh, ended up removing me from, from the, the school. Yeah. Because uh, the way my condition works is that uh, when I used to be younger, because I was still uh, growing. Yes. I would experience a lot of pain, right? Okay. Pain in the boat. Right. So so whenever season would come in or go out, yes. there would be a part of my body that would be painful. Hmm. So I would wake up and feel like I got hit by a bus, right? Sure. And not know why am I yeah. feeling the pain. Right. It would go on for a week or maybe two weeks. Did someone try and make you understand all those things at home? Or I, even I, I, I don't think even my mother knew yeah. okay. the condition. Right. right. At school, obviously, they did. But my mother knew that I was different from Everyone. the kids. Yeah. Right. So she ended up uh, finding a boarding school yeah. in a Sport, yeah, African school. <laughs> so so I was there. So which one was harder, learning uh, Afrikaans or no, dealing with Afrikaans, the, the pain? Afrikaans was quite easy. Is it know? okay? Because my my grandfather knows a lot of languages. Okay, right? he even knows. Portuguese, you know, wow. knows to win language. Right, is he from so, Moss? No, he's from uh, Limpopo. Okay. Yes. So he taught me, you know, the basic etiquette of, you know, 
Afrikaans. Speaking Afrikaans. So by the by the time I got the other idea, you know, what Afrikaans is. Yes. And I p- picked that up in a month. Okay. No, so okay. it wasn't that bad. That bad, yeah. So so the boarding school I went to uh, had abled uh, bodied individuals. Okay. As well as people with uh, disabilities, yeah. right? And that's where I, I knew that, well, okay, I'm not the only one. Yes. You know, there are By other that kids. time, were you already on a wheelchair? No, I was still walking okay. at the time. So when I broke my leg, I broke my leg at a boarding school. No. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. So, they call my parents and they're like, ah, yeah. this guy broke his leg. <laughs> so now my mother's dressing. Yeah. They have to come all the way from, from, from uh, Sosa. Yes. To come to Hartipis. Uh, yeah. To take me to the hospital. Yeah. And then it was only then where I learned about my condition. You know, because Do you remember the year? This thing happened? 2000. Okay. So, yeah, yeah, 2000. And how old were you then? I was 10. 10? 10 years, okay. Yeah. Okay. So, so who, who made you understand your condition? Um, well, the, the doctors told me the condition I had, okay. right? And told me that it was a brittle bone disease. Okay. And you know that's basically what they told me. Okay. And then the rest, I had to you know kind of go and research right. myself. You know what the condition is. Yeah. What the benefits are. You know. Yes. What is my life span? Yes. If I have this, you know, where right. does it come from? Okay. Uh. So yeah, I learned my own, I guess. Brilliant. Did you, did you, did you wish that you were different at any point during your life? So, there, there was a time, right? So, so, okay, so let's fast forward yeah. to me being in wheelchair. So, when, when I learned about my condition, uh, having broken my leg, and being on crutches afterwards. Yeah. Uh, I, don't, I don't think there was a point where I wish I didn't have the condition. Yeah. Right? Because for me, it was something that I was born into. Right. So it was something I knew. Yeah. Right? So if it is something you do, yeah. you don't know that. You, you know, know anything how different. much you're missing out. Yeah, sure. Right? Yeah. So for me, that. I was fine with that, yeah. and I'm not the one to look at uh, what I cannot change, okay. right? I rather look at what I can change, yes, or what I can work work uh, towards. Okay, so this was in two thousand and one. No, it was in two thousand. Okay. When I was so uh, fast forward to twenty eleven. Right. I'm now uh, 21. Okay. Right. Uh, I wake up one morning uh, around uh, September. 
Yes. So, so you know how after July, uh, it takes a while for it to become hot again. Hot. Yeah. So on that particular day, I woke up, and it was uh, quite chilly. Right. Right. Uh, so I found that my body was shaking on that day. Mm. So I'm like, ah, maybe it's the weather. Yes. Right. Tom- tomorrow. It was blazing hot. Right. And my body was still shaking. Hmm. So at that point, I was like, okay, something... It's not right. It's not right. Yeah. So uh, I went to see a neurologist. Yeah. Uh, they took some RCT scans. Okay. Of my brain and my spine. Okay. Of which they later found out that my neck was growing into my skull okay. and putting pressure onto my brain. Right? Sure. And the pressure that was being applied to my brain is the part of the brain that tells your body what to do. Okay. The cerebellum, I think. Cerebellum, yes. yes. Right. So after that, uh, it got quite worse uh, in a short space of time. Yeah. Uh, I went to the doctor in October. Yeah. By December, I couldn't walk anymore. I could barely hold the fork. Hmm. And, you know, I, I was shaking as if there was an earthquake. No. Hmm. I was even shaking in my sleep. Right. So, so from there, I had to go to uh, emergency surgery. Yeah. Because it got to a point where my neck was starting to crush uh, my brain. Sure. So the emergency surgery they removed one of the neck bones okay. back of my head. Yeah. Uh, cut a bone out of my hip. And build something you call a fusion in my head. Okay. Right. As you can see, there's a scar there in my head. Yeah. Uh, so after the up, the sh- shaking uh, got better, but it didn't go away. Right. right? And, and because I was shaking so much, it became difficult to use my crutches right. anymore because now it becomes a factor of uh, making sure that I keep my balance yes. while trying to walk at the same time. Right. Whilst telling my brain to tell my body not to shake. Hmm. So, so it, it became physically, emotionally, mentally taxing. Yes. So I ended up landing up in the wheelchair. Sure. All right. We're going to take a short little break and we'll be back with Leo just after this. We're back in the studio with uh, Leo Ngobeni, a design lead, a father, husband, uh, as well as a teacher of design and life. Welcome back. Uh, thank you. Thank you so much for having us. We really, really feel very privileged to talk to you. I mean, looking at 
the spectra of things that you've accomplished. I mean, many people, uh, they like feeling sorry for themselves, right? But you come across as someone who's confident about your condition, confident about your abilities and, and all these things uh, that even us as able-bodied people, we struggle with sometimes. So how did you beat peer pressure? I mean... Uh, or whatever negative talk that was happening around how you look like, what you can do and cannot do? So, I think the the way that I beat peer pressure is that I'm a, I'm a Tsonga man. Okay. <laughs> is that special powers? It's special powers. <laughs> right. So, so I'm... I'm uh, my biological father has been there. Okay. Uh, my mother is Songa. Right. Right. So I'm, and you know, I'm the best of both. Yes. Avenger. Avenger. Yes. Avenger. So that, for me, I think, I think, uh, the way I, I was raised. Right. You know, is first, of, first, first and foremost, uh, be humble. Right? Okay. Be humble. Um, and it doesn't matter who you are. Yeah. See people as people. Yeah. Right. And uh, lastly, um, I'm quite stubborn. Okay. Uh, if if uh, I something doesn't make sense. Yes. To me. Yeah. I want to it. Right. Right. And and I don't like someone to tell me to do something. Yes. Without giving me a proper explanation. Yeah. As to why I need to do something. Right. 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 You you find. Uh, those commands where your mother says do this yeah and immediately you know why she's asking you to do something yeah and you find those when someone says do this and you, you like you you can see that what this person is saying as you do yeah well doesn't make not sense make me feel correct right? yeah and because of that, uh, I think I never allowed myself okay. to be a pressured. Yes. And I always uh, said, I am the exception to the rule. Right. right. So so if you think that you will never be friends with someone with a disability, yeah. I'll be the first one <laughs> that will be your best friend. Yeah. You know, I, that's what I've always done. Right. And I mean, I like what you say um, around, you know, stubbornness and all those things. Did that help you in convincing a woman to be with you? I mean, you have a beautiful wife. Oh, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, let, let me start how we met. Yeah. Right? Um, we both from Swash. Okay. Uh, same block. Okay. But uh, different streets, okay. right? So um, we met 16 years ago. Right. Right. So I came back from boarding school. Yes. And when I came back, I went to go hang out with my friends. Okay. So my wife's family, they had just moved to Sochi. Okay. You know? So... Uh, when I'm hanging with my friends, well, they knew her already. So it was the first time I saw her. And I'm like, who is that? 
right? Yes. So they're like, oh no, it's you know, it's Ellen. Yeah. Like, okay. Shout out Ellen. So so in my in my head I'm like, ah, that one has mine. <laughs> so you not you're not vocalizing it, is yeah, it? It's, yeah. it's like mad. Yeah. So the very same day, uh when I saw her at that moment, she said she's going home. So okay. I was there, can I walk you? Yeah. So I walked home. Uh, she's taller than me. Yes. You know, at that time I was the one with the crutches. Okay. So I'm, I'm like shorter there. Yeah. But you know, confidence. Yes. Or gladiator. <laughs> so, you know, I walked home. Yeah. So so when we got to her house, there was a uh, stop nonsense, right? Yeah. For people who don't know what's a stop nonsense, <laughs> it's, it's like a wall. Yes, like a wall around a that. perimeter wall. Yes, yeah. right. Stoke. So stop nonsense. Uh, was was built halfway, right? Okay. So I end up standing on it. Okay. I'm like, you know what? Ever since I saw you, I wanted to kiss you. You know it. Right. Can I give you a kiss? Right. So I gave her a kiss there. I'm not sure. On the same day. Same day. Okay. In a matter of yeah. You know, ten minutes. But I had the words. You know, wow. Because smooth operator. Yeah, I'm mean, like coming from source. Okay. Right. Yeah. What what we learned. Right. Two things. Yeah. Right. If if you don't have money. Yes. Right. You must have your words. Hmm. In your personality. Yes. Right. Yeah. As as long as you have that, and if you don't have that thing. Yeah. You can make friends with any person, hmm. you know. Yeah. So, so I, yeah, I was confident. Yes. Uh, we dated for a few months. Yes. It was a long distance relationship. Relationship. Yes. Yeah. I was going back to Artibisport every weekend. Okay. So, you know, we broke up. I don't know how, but yeah. we broke up. And then, um, fast forward. But so so we stayed in contact, even, even though even though broken. we were not together. Yeah. Right. And I I used to call her, uh, now and then, and every time at the end of the call, I used to tell her that I love you. Okay. Right. So um and the reason I used to always tell her that I loved her, even though at the time, uh, she had someone. Moved on. Yeah. Yeah. And there was a time when I also had someone. Right. But she was someone I could always talk to. You okay. know, it, it was beyond uh, dating. Right. You know, there was a friendship there. Yeah. So uh, one day she asked me, you know, why do you always tell me you love me? And you know, you were someone and those things. And I, I was like, the reason I tell you how much I love you is because I don't always know what you're going through in your life, mm. right? And you might be on the edge of doing something bad to mm. yourself, yeah. right? Feeling like no one cares. Yes. So whenever you speak to me, I want you to always know that there's someone in the world Mm. That loves you more than you love yourself. Wow. 
Not uh, so very smooth. <laughs> so so Jenny, and she believed that yeah she yeah. did you know because yeah. because i i was persistent you yes know? and and uh the love that i expressed well was not the kind of love where i would expect you to also tell me you love me too mm. right i would say i love you as a human being so right. it's a capella. Yes. Right. Yeah. So so and then I think because of that, that's why today, you know, we we found a way back to each other right. and you know decided to build a life together. Wow. Congratulations man. Thank I, you. I like what you've done together. Uh, you have a beautiful child. Uh, shout out to the little man. What's what's his name again? Uh, Anzisa. Anzisa, yes. Uh, multiplier, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> May there be more. Um. So, so let's move on, right, to your work. Yes. You're a design lead. Yes. That's a big title. And yes. How did you How did you start your career, and how did you get to where you are today? So, so I studied multimedia and design. Okay. Where? At uh, UGA. Okay. Uh, at that time, I was, you know, the only person living okay. with a disability in my head. Right. Um, the lectures used to freak out whenever they saw me. Why? Mainly because they were like, design is such a tough industry to get into yes so so they were afraid that i wouldn't be able to get a job okay you know mainly because the the job is so demanded right right so i think it came from a good place yes not being concerned that you know is he gonna manage yes you know to cope with the hours the stress yes all of those things because uh, uh after i got sick I was af- afraid of presenting, right? Okay. Because uh, when, whenever I would speak, uh, I would speak when I'm shaking. Okay. On top of nervousness. Yes. So nothing would, you know, come out. So it wasn't but, coherent. Yes. Right? Okay. So, so over a period of time, I, I gained confidence. Right. Because I, I looked at the work right right that i was i was creating and uh my classmates always used to come to me Hmm. to review their work wow right so so at that point i realized that there's something i have yes that no one does yeah right and if i have to present i have to remember that I know something that nobody else knows. Wow. So they are the here to learn from, from you. me. Wow. Right. So so ever since I started doing that, you know, start presenting my work. Yeah. And you know, being able to, you know, convey what I'm trying to do. Yeah. And then I I worked for agency. Okay. And you know agency. At that time, uh, they were not so great. Okay. 
at uh, UX Singer. Okay. Well, they were, they were good at UI, right? Right. But there wasn't strong UX. Right. Because at the time, bigger advertising agency, you're selling, right? Okay. And you're doing advertising kind of work. Okay. To push sales. Okay. Right? Whereas UX is it's a great return of investment, but it's not an immediate thing. Okay. It's a gradual thing. Right. 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 You, you, you can't implement a feature now and next month you see the, you return. See the return. Okay. Right. It's, it's built on human behavior and human interaction. Yes. Right. So from there, uh, there was a guy from uh, the UK okay. who had been called by Barclays uh, to come and build a design team in South Africa. Okay. So uh, the agents that they asked, asked to find talent couldn't get the right people. Hmm. So he went himself, he went on LinkedIn and looked for, for people. people himself. Yeah. Right? So he met me himself. Do you remember his name? Uh, Richard Reynolds. Richard Reynolds. Yes. Shout out. Uh, yes. So so he met me. Yeah. And, well, so it didn't tell me that, you know, we're having an interview. Right? Yeah. He said, you know, because obviously he saw the disability, all of that. Yeah. But when he looked at the work that you I was done. doing. Yeah. You know, to him, it didn't matter, yeah. right? And I'd expect that. Right. For the fact that you can recognize the work for what it, it is. is. yeah. And you can separate the work from the individual, right? Wow. So uh, he said, you know, where can I meet you? I can come to you. So we met at News Cafe. Okay. Uh, we had a coffee, yeah. right? He asked me what am I doing, how do I think of design, where do I see it going, and, you know, we had a conversation. Mm. Afterwards, he was blown away, right? Right. So he said, no, quit your job, and come and work for me. Wow. You know, same day. Same day. So I, I, I quit. Yeah. Started working in corporate. In, for Barclays. Yeah. Okay. That's that's an amazing story. Yeah. So I want to tap on something that you just said about he asked you about your thoughts on design and where it's going. Where do you think design is currently going, given that it's what you do on a daily now? Uh, I, I I think at the moment, yeah, um, design is a bit stuck. Okay. Right. I think it's a bit stuck mainly because uh, you know every every year we go to the same events you know and you still go to an event where people tell you you know what is UX mm. you know and you would think that by now you know people know yeah. what UX is okay. and what the value is of UX yeah uh, most of the organizations we work for uh, are, are still not fully 
understanding the value of design. Right. So so design for now is is moving slowly, right? Okay. And and I think as as far as the community, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a bit worried about that because a, a lot of people mm-hmm. are going out onto medium medium. Okay. Right? Medium, yeah. Yes, uh, reading a bunch of articles. Yes. On design. Yeah. And then they think they are designers. Okay. Right. So so you you find people. Yeah. Who went through the ropes. Yes. Right. And then you find people, who went out to medium to read what design is, mm. and now they selling themselves, as designers. Right. Mainly because. It's a race skill in the country, okay, and it's in demand. So if so, you said two things which I think could be oxymoron. So you said it's stuck, yes, and then you say it's in demand. So do you so, want to reconcile? So those? design is in demand, right? And the reason design being in demand is that at the moment it's a trend, right? right? So if you are a big organization, yeah, because uh, business people talk, yeah, right? and if if you have a UX researcher, a design team, all that, yes, internally, you're gonna brag about it, okay, right, and that means whoever you're talking to is gonna wanna outdo you, yeah, right, yeah, they're gonna want a bigger team. You know, to also this. prove that they can yes, do design. Yes, right. Yeah. So once the team is set up, the movement within the organization is slow. Okay. Because they're not ready for it. Right. Wow. Design means radical change. Right? right. It means re-looking old things and questioning the ways of working. So okay. most big organizations have legacy systems mm. that do not move at the speed of technology per se or design, right? Wow. Sorry. Okay. That's what I meant. What is what is your thinking on and it's 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 almost a pun. What is your thinking on design thinking? My thinking, well, design thinking is mainly problem solving. Okay. Right. Uh, we we just happen to be using design to execute, you know, or to address okay. the problem. Right. Right. Uh, you you find design thinking principles being 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 uh, similar. To some development principles, okay, being similar to some architecture principles, being similar, you know, to industrial design principles, right? Because uh, all these professions uh, are surrounded solving problems, yes, right. So, what what makes design a bit different is the fact that uh, we we. Do not try and solve the problem alone, right? Okay. We try and collaborate 
and involve as many people as possible. Right. You know, that means, you know, stakeholders, uh, users, you know, devs building it, right? Yeah. To make sure that we are solving the right thing in the right way. Right. So are you saying design doing and design thinking are two different things? Or are they not? I, I think... Because you talk about design thinking yes. being about problem solving. Yes. And you talk about design doing as being also collaborative and yes. trying to do so, stuff. So, so, design thinking is a mindset. Okay. Right? Yeah. It's a mindset. It's, it's something you have to continue to exercise, right? Okay. It's it's a way of thinking, right? Right, and 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 then it evolves to doing, which is knowing how to apply the thinking, yes, into the physical space of the problem you are trying to solve, okay. right? And through the principles of design thinking, yeah, one of the ways to to implement or to go into that problem solving is to involve other people. Right. Because based on experience, uh, you won't go and, you know, build a website mm -hmm. only to find out that, yes, you built it. It's life. But no one knows how to use it. Yes. Right? Because you, you didn't know who you're designing for. Right. What their needs are. Right. Right? So that UX research. Yes, right. Okay. So, 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 I think I think they go together. Okay. Right? Because you 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 can't do without understanding why you're doing it. Yes. So so a lot of people that have never heard of design thinking, mm. right, are born with that design thinking mindset okay but because they don't know that there's a name to to the behavior process, yeah right oh yes or process yeah you know they they for them it's something they do yeah but later you find out that wow i've i've been doing this right mm. for some time yeah but the kind of thinking comes with experience Right. So now with design thinking is we are giving you the knowledge before you start building the experience. I love that. We're going to take a short little break and we'll be back with Leo just after this. And we're back. Um, still, I make sure you're not in the studio. I mean, Leo, so <laughs> thank you so much for hosting us, Leo. Yeah. I mean, before we went to the break, right, we were talking about design thinking, design doing, the work that you're doing and stuff like that. And one of the people who actually led me to you is Karabo. How do you know the guy? Karabo and I worked at uh, one of the banks yeah. together. Okay. Well, we've worked on two banks together. Okay. Uh, different things. Right. No, different aspects. Okay. But, you know, same team or same design office. Right. Okay. 
what kind of a guy is he? I know he's a jerk. Oh, you wish. Guess what? He's on the line. So welcome on the line, Karabo. How are you doing? I'm good in you, Tapo. Good, jerk, man. Thank you saying hello. <laughs> <laughs> Look, uh, I mean, I'm just calling a spade a spade. So Leo has very fond things to say about you. How do you know Leo and what is what is your words? of encouragement to him well i'm number one i'm i'm, I'm inspired by leo man um, yeah. the guy the guy the guy the guy is a is a force of nature so i'm yeah. a couple of years back when we were both working at the red bank and then okay. also um life happened to actually make us cross paths again at the green bank right Right, and then, and then and then another another funny thing happened. So I used to work for a consulting firm called Accenture. Okay, and Leo happened to go get employment at Accenture. Wow, <laughs> are you guys so following like, each other? It's a case yeah. of first and now come later. I think he's just following me. Eh? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Do you agree, Leo? Could be. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, <laughs> it, 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 yeah. It, it, I guess it's energy. You guys are attracted to each other. Yeah, yeah, man, yeah, man. And also, like we, 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 we're part of the same clique. So, um, last year um, I created a WhatsApp group, um, to kind of like connect all the black designers, um, that are great within South Africa, right? So, okay. um, in that group, we constantly like speak about the challenges that we face and leo contributes a lot to the group as, as well you know we, we call that group the human company because that's what we do we design products for humans we we think about the impact of the world leo's doing amazing things in liberty you know and, yeah and, and and i believe he will tell you he'll tell you like um right now what he has just like accomplished at liberty which which for me is phenomenal yeah do you want to tell us what you've accomplished i think that's very enriching because I, I would have never guessed that, you know, there are some accolades that Leo should share with us. Leo? Yeah, uh, I, I wouldn't say it's an accomplishment yet. Okay. But like, according to me, uh, I'm, I'm still getting the team to where it needs to be. Okay. Uh, because we are building a design system. Okay. Uh, for liberty, the whole of liberty. Right. Uh, as well as. So uh, at the moment, we are uh, building and designing a design system. Okay. So uh, the team uh, we have at the moment is quite small. Right. So uh, the biggest thing that I need to do this year. Yeah. Is to upscale people right. within the company, okay. right? Because uh, a lot of work is coming in, and because of the amount of work coming in, yeah. uh, we cannot meet the demand, yeah. right? Mainly because the scale of uh, design in the company is not not what needs to be, yeah. right? And um. At the same time, you know, we we dealing with, you know, budgets, all right. right. So so as a way to 
get around the budget issue. Yeah. You know, I saw that, you know, upskilling liberty employees would be one of the quickest ways, you know, to to get us to where we need to be. Okay. Because um, last year when I joined, uh, there was a guy who was new uh, to design. Yeah. Uh, You know, he didn't know much about design, design thinking, how to apply it, you know, where to apply it, and if you need to apply it. Yeah. So, so in in a matter of you know three months, I got him to be a product designer, right? Wow. Because I'm one myself. Right. So I I don't like to say I do UX on you, okay. right? Because I I do both equally well. Okay. And the so reason I would like to things okay. right, and and. The reason I do both equally well yeah. is because, uh, you know, UX, traditionally, mm-hmm. we used to sketch on paper, right? right? Before you even touch your laptop, yeah. you, you sketch. Yeah. And you, you know, do all these, you know, flows okay. and card sorting, all of that. Okay. So after I got sick, I could uh, no longer hold a pen, okay. right? So I was forced to start doing UX and UI at the same time, wow. right? So so I found myself doing uh, UX-driven UI yeah. and doing UI-driven UX, right? So, so because I know how to do them both equally well, yeah. that's something that I want to start teaching you. Okay. You know, and, and this guy that I had the honor of teaching in those few months is today leading his own project wow. on his own, right? In three months. In three months, right? Yeah. So, so he's doing UX. Yeah. Yeah, Karabo. I, I like like I, I want to jump in and, and and just and just warn you, Horu, you're talking to a guru right there, my guy. You know, I can. Yeah, I mean, I've yeah. been drinking from deep wells. Yes, man, he's he's humble, and 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 and, and, and I, I'm I'm very fascinated about how he's managed to transfer skills in such a short time. Um, you know, because a lot of people struggle with the learning and development. And it, it shows it shows um, a, a a certain type of will that Leonard has in terms of being able to inspire people. So I think maybe let's let's let let's maybe roll back uh, in time before we we start um, yes. you know talking about liberty and how we got to liberty and all that stuff. Let's go back to 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 your university days to to to, to the point where you know you can tell us a little bit more about yourself. No, no. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we've, we've, we've yeah, touched on that. Yeah. So we're just bringing you in just to talk about you and him oh, and the relationship that you guys have formed. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So I think uh, you need to pump your brakes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I think before we let you go, Karabo, is there any word that you want to share with uh, Leo? Uh, any 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 parting shots to leave? Any wisdom. Any wisdom, if you have um, any. 
Yes, no, I, I do. No, okay. I do. I do. I do. Like, look, I, I'm very much inspired by Leo, and you know, given given the challenges that people think he might be having, he has none, right? He's yeah. he's proven to me a thousand times and a thousand folds that you know what, if you put your mind to it, you can achieve it, man. You know, yeah. He's a he's a wonderful dad. He's a good friend. Um, he's there when you need him. You know, um, so yeah, man, keep on teaching, um, keep on being a beacon of hope, um, keep on inspiring people, um, and just continue, man, and continue being great. All right, so Leo, now that, you know, Carabo is gone, I just want to now focus back on your story, right? What are your biggest turning points? Do you have turning points in your life? Uh, I, I think my biggest turning point um, was when I got sick. Okay. Um, you know, I'm nearly dying. Right. And you're not 21. And, you know, my life only starting, but at the same time seeming like it was going to end. Right. You know? And uh, I remember... Earlier you asked me if I ever felt like, you know, why do I have the condition, right? Yeah. So when I got sick, I did feel like, you know, you, you give me this condition and then on top of it, you allow me to get sick as well. Right. Right, because in my mind, I was like, you know, this is the worst that can happen. Yeah. But then the worst, on top of the worst, was the kind of happened, yeah. right? And uh, I remember, you know, being mad and, and saying, you know, out of 8 billion people in the world, yeah, right? Why me? Right. You know, and my mother stopped me very quick, you know. Mm. Uh, she was even upset. She was like, you know, don't you ever say that? Hmm. Because you, you're asking why you, yeah. right? If not you, if you could pick someone that you give your condition to, who'd you pick, right? Right. And I couldn't answer, you know, because at the time I understood that, you know, uh, I got this for a reason. Yeah. You know, and and at the time I could not understand the reason. Right. Right. Because I was going through it. Through pain, yeah. Right? But but afterwards, you know, the the, the focus and the appreciation mm. for for the small things in life. Yeah. You know. Uh the 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 part where I, I want to, you know, give more than I receive. Mm. Right. Where I, I want to teach. Yes. You know. Where I want to build. Yeah. Others, right? For me, it it was, and still is, something that means that I do something that is bigger than myself. Right. Right. Uh, in the in the design industry, in in South Africa. Yeah. Uh, I think I'm the only one, right, who has or lives with a disability. Yeah. You know? And I, I think it's quite sad, you know, hmm. 
Why you know, is that? Because if if I quit, if I quit on yourself, on myself, right? Yeah. Or God forbid, something happens. Yeah. Right. Then you know, you know, traces of me would have been gone in right. that design industry. Yeah. Right. Because um, what are we missing in that design industry is that we 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 design for people, yes. right? But we design design for certain people. Yeah. Right. We miss the people with their disabilities. Okay. Right. We do not design in a way that our inclusive. products are inclusive. Yeah. And accessible yes. to as many people as possible. Right. So me being in this position makes me an advocate for inclusive design and accessibility in the field of design. Wow. Wow. So if I mean and it's it's such a powerful position you're sitting in. And the, the thing that you just said is so powerful because it means there are many other people who are living with disability who should be in this industry and who are not. What would you say to such people who are doubting themselves uh, and who, like you when you were in varsity, someone is saying to them that, I'm worried that you will not get a job. What are the three advices you would give this, this person? Okay, so be, before I give that right, yeah. right I want to talk about um, uh, going back to uni- university days yes. when they were concerned, yeah. right? Uh, I knew what I wanted to achieve in life. Yeah. I knew that I want a career. I want to get married. Yes. I want to have kids. Yes. I want all these these things. Yes. Right? And I, I said to myself, because um I was born with this condition. Yeah. That gives me a point of view that nobody has. Yes. And a point of view that is much needed. Yes. Not only in South Africa. Yes. But in the world. Yeah. I'm going to be the best designer that I can be, right? Because me uh, creating a platform or foundation for those that will come after me, Mm. they they won't be doubted, right? Right. The doubt of, you know, Marie Dave. Is even gonna be able to get a job? Yes, because the field is so tough. What what? Yeah, you know they they have to be able to say, oh, the guy has a disability. Wait, we want look to. at what Leo has done. Yeah, right. Yeah, and and that's why it comes back to the part of me being a teacher. Yes, right. Yes, because I've I've learned that uh, accessibility and. Inclusive design yeah. is not something that is taught or emphasized on, right? right? And for a very long time, I used to get upset hmm. because people were not getting it, 
right? Right. And then I I I learned that the reason they're not getting it is because they've never been exposed to it. Hmm. So I'm that exposure. Right. You know. Right. So 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 uh coming up, right? Mm-hmm. I didn't have mentors. Yes. You know. I I I learned everything, you know, the hard way. Yes. Right? And I I was like, uh so so the statement I'm gonna make now mm-hmm. is is very close to me living with a disability. Right. And to me being a designer. Right. Right. Uh we, we say this all the time that when you have kids, yes, you don't want them to go through what you went through. Yes. You want to make it slightly easier for them. True. Right? So for me, it's the same thing. Yeah. If if someone is coming into a design. Yeah. Or someone is is has a disability and needs a job or opportunity. Right? Yeah. People have to be able to look at what I've done. Okay. And the people I've taught. And the quality and level, you know, those people are executing and slaying. Yes. And be able to trace it back to to my teachings, right? Wow. Because that will be my legacy. Right. And that will be something that will give that young kid who's growing up with a disability the shot they need to build their life of their own. Sure. Is that all the advice? Uh, you said three, right? Yeah. Okay, so, uh, first one, right? Yeah. Acceptance. Right. You know? uh, ac- accept the things you, you can't change. Yes. Right? Accept that you are the way you are. Yeah. And uh, only through accepting yourself will the people around you accept you as well. Okay. Right? Uh, Secondly, you are not in the room by accident, right? Right. If if you get that job and you happen to be in the meeting, Mm. you are not there by accident. Right. Right? You are there because, first of all, you can contribute to the conversation Mm -hmm. and secondly because you deserve to be there you've worked to be there right you know it's not a favor yes don't think oh they do me a favor yeah not because I have a disability or whatnot you know don't ever think that your disability is a liability right right it is the biggest part of you Mm -hmm. and it is also what will Propel you and everything you want to do. Right. Right? Thank Last you. one. Yeah. Put God first. Hmm. In everything you do, put God first. Hmm. Right? Put God first. Um, pray for the wisdom. Right? Hmm. To always do what's right and to always say what's right. Hmm. You know? Hmm. Uh, Take time to have conversations with yourself. 
right? Right. If if you have anxiety, if you have depression, if you have bipolar, mm. sit down with yourself. Right. Sit down with your depression. Sit down with your bipolar. Yeah. And have a conversation and find out. Hi, bipolar. Why do you make me feel this way? Sure. You know. Yeah. Have that conversation with, with yourself, your yeah. right? Because at the end of the day, you need to be able to be happy on your own. Right. Without you Someone having else. to go to a party. Yes. Without you having to drink. Yes. Without you having to be at a function. Yes. You have to be able to just sit and be happy with yourself. Powerful. Right? Yeah. And that can only come from putting God first. Mm. Right? And talking to yourself. Sure. Having that conversation. Right. Thank you so much. That's really, really powerful. We're going to take that as a break and then come back just after this. Okay. Welcome back. Uh, I'm still at Leo's home uh, having a great time. So earlier on, Leo, we were talking about, you know, the three advisors, and I think those are solid. Anyone who listened to you there will benefit greatly. Um, let's de-escalate it a little bit. Right? Um, what has been your favorite, most repeated song for this week? Uh, do you listen to music? I do listen to music. Okay. Uh, I I don't always get time. Okay. But uh, the the song I've had on repeat for past month right. almost is a song by Sir. It's called John Redcomb. John Redcomb. Yes. By Sir. By Sir. Okay. Is it a South African band? No. Okay. Why do you like that song? Um, it, it is uh, solistic. You know, it calms me. Right. Uh, it gets me into the right mood. Okay. So, so yeah, no, I, you know, I enjoy it. Okay. Yeah. Cool. With the lyrics, the production, you know, everything was well uh, uh, thought out. Right. Okay. So on this on the show we also have a feature called the random question. So we ask you something that we never send to you. Um, our random question you can choose to answer it or not, right? Do you feel that you are adequately compensated? Adequately compensated for the work that you do. I'm in between. Okay. Right? Uh, uh, part of me is like, you know, yes. Okay. Um, uh, part of me is like, no, no, because. Why uh, not? From, from where, where I was uh, eight months ago yeah. to where I am today. Yeah. It's, it's completely different. Okay. Right? So when I, when I came in, you know, the the role was very focused, right? Yeah. So now the role is evolving. Okay. To to not only being about design. Yes. But being about 
the strategy of design and also how how business right okay how the larger organization organization yeah is gonna need to be able to to sort of utilize right that strategy across Africa okay no so are you taking this up with your superiors to say I feel well, I deserve more because my role is expanded well you know um so 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 because when you go into a new room yeah right? uh for me I think it's firstly about doing the work yeah right yeah the work needs to speak volumes yes first so so before you can ask for more you need to be able to show the work right right and and yes I've you know I've put in the work yeah so now you know the raises the bonuses are coming right right so once I see that yeah then I'll know what to do next okay you know, because I, I don't want to jump prematurely. Yes. Not knowing that actually, you know, uh, your employee sees the work you put in. Yeah. And they understand the value you bring. Yes. You know, so. Okay. All right. Let's hope that the employer is actually seeing it. They better be. <laughs> the last question is, what are you most afraid of? Are you afraid of anything? Uh, what I'm most afraid of uh, is not being able to use my mind. Okay. Because uh, when 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 I when I got sick, right? Yeah. I stopped being able to do a lot of things. Right. Um, I used to cook a lot. Okay. Now I cook less, right? right. Because it stays stays me. Okay. Um, you know more. So so you know, uh my I believe I have a beautiful mind. Okay. You know, and I believe that there's a lot I I need to teach. Right. You know, that the people around me and mostly you know my my son. Mm-hmm. And I, I think even if my body stopped working, but my mind worked. Yes. I would still be able to make le- make a living. Right. With the knowledge that you have. That I have. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. Any parting shots? Um, do you have? Do you want to tell us who's in your black book? That famous person that people don't actually know that you and them are connected. Or any special person that you really, you know, keeping in your little black book of the other people I never want to leave or to lose connection with except your wife. <laughs> because given how much you've been raving about it, I'm sure she's already there. Um, I, I can't say my son. No? Yeah, you can't say your son. I can't say my son. Yeah. Outside of your family. Yeah, okay, so well, I wouldn't pick someone, yeah. right? I would pick an uh, entity, right? Okay. 
the 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 human company. Okay. Which is the the group of defense that I've I've uh, in, uh, got okay throughout my career. Yeah. Who are some of the most talented and most brilliant minds and designers I've ever come across. Yeah. Like, like I don't want to lose contact with them. Right. Because I, th- I think we, we make each other better. You know, right. we, we push the boundaries. Right. Right. Whenever we be walk into a room or, you know, work for a certain company. Yeah. We won't leave without having made our mark. Hmm. Each of us. Yes. Individually. Yeah. But also collectively. Yes. Amazing. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you, ladies and gentlemen. I think we've all just drank from like the most beautifulest most freshest waters from one of the most talented designers in South Africa, Leon Gobeni. Thank you so much for having us and we wish you more success and better pay in the next round. Thank you for, you know, coming yeah. and thinking of me to be a part of this amazing uh, series. Yes. Uh, I feel honored. Thank you, know, you. That you even said, you know, let me meet this guy yes and, and thank you for you know being the advocates yes for getting our stories you know out there right thank you because this might be happening in you know south africa yeah but but it's gonna reach borders thank you and it's gonna grow to where you want it thank you grow. so much you know so for you as well you know, all the best. Thank you so much. Uh, all the abundance. Yes. You know, for everything you want. Thank you so much, Leo. I appreciate it. Cheers, everyone. Bye-bye. Remember, you can also be a part of the show by sending us your comments via voice notes or emailing us at thetenningpointspodcast at gmail.com. Thetenningpointspodcast at gmail.com.